Welcome, dear listener, wherever you are. Welcome to Faith FM, Positively Different. This is Fabiano Nyonghuru with the Drive Time Program. Our theme for the week is the Bible and end time events. Some of the big questions we are wrestling with are What does the Bible say about prophecy? Who will control the world? What are the signs of the times? How will the world end? And many more will be answered during this week. A lot of people are asking important questions today regarding where the world is heading. Today, therefore, uh, we would like to focus on the following question. What does the Bible say about how this world will end? I'm Fabiano, a minister to the Meros Park, as well as Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Churches. And uh, I have with me Helen Gray, a faithful student of the Bible and a passionate Bible teacher. I'm pretty sure you enjoy uh, uh, listening to her today. Helen, welcome. Thank you, Fabiano. It's great to be here. Wonderful. And let us begin with our first song for this evening, and we'll be right back. Thank you.
gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family or workmates? Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Welcome again. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Program with Fabiano Nyonghuru. And this week we are focusing on the theme of the Bible and end time events. And the question we're answering today is, what does the Bible say about how this world will end? Today we're hearing many predictions about how this world will end. Some believe that uh, we are going to... Uh, to, to have a global nuclear war and, uh, and the survivors of this would turn into cockroaches. And some are even saying that a man-made disease like coronavirus will sweep and wipe out all humanity. What do you think? How will the world end? And today, I have a special guest with me, Helen Gray, who will help us find answers to these questions. Helen, can you please introduce yourself to our listeners, please? I'm happy to, Fabiano. My name is Helen Gray, and I work in the Birdwood area, Birdwood, Williamstown, Barossa area, as the um, pastoral care worker Mm -hmm. for the Seventh-day Adventist Conference. Love all the people. Wonderful. And uh, our church is open at Birdwood for those that would like to attend, Mm -hmm. of course, following all the rules. That's right. As we we ought to. Yes. Excuse me, I'm a mother of six children. Wonderful. And 13 grandchildren and four great-grandchildren. Wow. Although, sadly, I don't see any of them. They're all interstate. Um, love the Lord, and you're quite right. I love studying the Bible and sharing it with people. Yeah. And, and not just sharing the Bible. I like to share who the Bible is about, and that's Amen. Jesus. That's right. That's yes. right. Jesus is the center of the Bible. Absolutely. That's right. Now, Helen, we, we, we are facing, we are going through an experience as a nation that we haven't gone through before. Now, are you afraid, anxious about the current situation with coronavirus at all? Afraid wouldn't be the right word for okay. me. <clears throat> and anxious isn't even the right word, actually. Oh, right. Um, I'm concerned. Yes. I'm concerned for the people that are being affected. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned for their physical welfare, their mental welfare, emotional, social, whatever. Mm. It's affecting different people in different ways. Um, The reason I am not afraid is because God keeps telling me in Scripture, do not be afraid. And perfect love casts out fear. And, of course, he is perfect love. I've been through many um, disasters and all sorts of things in my life, and he's brought me through every one of them. So, no, I have no need to fear. Wonderful, mm. wonderful. Now, Helen, a lot of people are asking questions, of course. Many people, in fact, the Time magazine recently had this title, Finding Hope Amidst Uncertainty. Now, a lot of people are asking questions uh, about what the future holds. Do you believe that this is the end of the world? <laughs> I'm only, I'm smiling, Fabiana, because only a few moments ago I asked you that question. Oh, right. And it's interesting that um, I've had several people yes. in the community ring me mm-hmm. and ask me that same question. That's right. I came across this reading that came through to me by the email, mm. and I thought I'd just share it because yes. there are some people that actually do believe that this is the end. Mm. Personally, mm-hmm. I believe it's a precursor. Okay. I 
I believe we're having a warning here That's and right. it's time to refocus. But I thought this was interesting. It mm-hmm. said everybody better open their eyes and realize what's really going on. In three short months, just like he did with the plagues of Egypt, Remember, this isn't my words. This has come to me. Mm -hmm. says, in the three short months, just like he did with the plagues of Egypt, God has taken away everything we worship. God said, you want to worship athletes? I'll shut down the stadiums. Hmm. You want to worship musicians? I'll shut down the civic centers. Hmm. You want to worship actors? I'll shut down theaters. You want to worship money? I'll shut down the economy and collapse the stock market. Hmm. You don't want to go to church and worship me? Well, I will make it where you cannot go to church. If my people pray, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and That's seek right. my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Mm. Maybe we need to take this time of isolation from the distractions of the world and have a personal revival where we focus on the only thing in the world that really matters, That's Jesus. Right. That's right. I thought that was very, very well done. Definitely, definitely. Yes. And prayer is the key, isn't it? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, it's a key that unlocks the morning and mm-hmm. it's it's a lock that locks the night. Definitely. Yes. G'day, my name is Marius Jigal. Please join me for our new show on Sunday at 12.30pm where we'll examine biblical concepts and ideas and ask ourselves, is it relevant today? We'll explore questions such as, did Jesus exist? Is the Bible credible? And why should I care? Please join me at 12.30 on Sundays right here on Faith FM. Welcome again. Once again, you are listening to Faith FM, Drive Time with Fabiano Nyonghuru. And this week we are focusing on the theme, the Bible and end time events. And the question we're answering today is, what does the Bible say about how this world would end? Now, Helen, we've got an important question today because we are living at a time when many people are asking this exact question. Now, uh, you you give us uh, I guess an introduction to this. How will the world end? Well, as you said in your introduction, mm-hmm. I think you mentioned cockroaches, didn't yes, you? Of course, <laughs> that, that bit stood out to me. <laughs> yeah, right. people have lots and lots of different ideas mm-hmm. on how the world will end, and there is a book, "The Life and Death of Planet Earth," mm-hmm. that two astrobiologists from the University of Washington claim the world's future is bound by an internal time clock. Right. And you've probably also heard the fact of the doomsday clock. I've heard of that, yeah. And it's getting very, very close. But firstly, they say the age of plants and animals will be over. Mm-hmm. Then the ocean will be lost in space. And eventually the entire planet will delve into a, a burned out cinder mm. as the sun swallows it up in about 7.5 billion years. Doesn't sound all pretty. <laughs> no, and it doesn't sound very <laughs> realistic either, <laughs> does it? No. But we have another astronomer, Robert Smith, from the University of Sussex. He <laughs> agrees with that prognosis, okay. but he suggests our only hope may be to build a fleet of interplanetary life rafts. These rafts would need to manoeuvre themselves away from the reach of the sun but still stay close enough to use its energy. You know, it's interesting. You hear about doomsday, doomsday. Yes. You know, some believe that a doomsday asteroid will hit the planet and destroy humanity. Yes. And according to the the New Earth Asteroid Tracking Project at NASA's Jet Mm -hmm. Propulsion Laboratory, there are between, are you ready for this? Okay. Five. 500 and uh-huh. 1,000 large near-Earth objects that could accomplish this objective. 
Whoa. Are you scared yet? Oh, it does make me scared, <laughs> of course. Wow. You know, it could happen any moment. This is what they're saying. But one of the, you know, one of the 10 million black holes within mm-hmm. the Milky Way, yes. some say that it will move towards Earth, resulting in our planet being ejected from the solar system uh-huh. and hurled to a frigid fate in deep space. Not very much hope for us. No, not there at all. There are also experiments with the Large Hadron Collider, and they, they say it will go wrong. And instead of recreating the Big Bang, 21st century uh-huh. science, will turn the entire planet into a fine cloud of particles. Now, is the future really that that gloomy? Is there any hope for planet Earth? Or are we really doomed into an eternity of oblivion? You know, I believe that the (laughs) prophecies of Scripture clearly outline how this world will end. And it certainly will not end how we've just shared with you. Okay, so, so, so then my question would be, what hope is there for the future? Well, let's look at the Bible, because this is a Bible study, Fabiano. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll turn to Titus 2, verse yes. 13. Right. And it says here, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Wonderful. And there's another text that links in with that, mm-hmm. and that's from Revelation 21, 4. Right. Love this text. Yes. And it says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Wow. I don't know about you, but that to me brings me a lot of hope. Definitely. You know, the future life will be full of new beginnings. That's right. That's know? right. I, we, I look forward to a time such yeah, as that. That's right. No more broken relationships. That's right. That's right. No more cancer. Oh. No more depression. No more loneliness. Right. No more youth suicide. And that's going up all the time. That's right. You know, the power and effect of sin and death will be gone. That's right. Replaced with health, mm-hmm. happiness, and peace. I wow. cannot wait. That's right. I cannot wait either. <laughs> I mean, today they're saying that um, the amount of people who are calling the laugh line right now during this pandemic uh, are, are more people. So more people are calling the laugh line comparing to those who are calling the laugh line during the uh, Australian uh, uh, wildfires uh, at the beginning of this year. Yes. So we are all looking forward to a time where there will be no more pain. No more suffering. Yeah. Uh, I, I think as a nation, we have experienced a lot of that this year, and we've had enough. Yes. Uh, but here's a question, Helen. What event will begin this new life of, an en- of, of unending hope and happiness? Well, uh, there's another text here that I could share with you, mm-hmm. and it's in Hebrews 9.28. Yes. And it says, To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. So really, it's going to begin with those who eagerly are waiting for him. That's right. The second coming of Christ, it brings victory and salvation to the followers of Jesus yes. and an end to the world in its present state. That's right. The event is so important, Fabiano, that it's mentioned. You ready for this one? Okay, yes, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Over 1,000 times in the Bible. Wow. In the New okay. Testament alone, one in every 25 verses speak of the return of Jesus Christ. That True. tells me it's very, very, very important. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Sounds like sounds like a one of those great themes of the Bible. Yes, absolutely. That's right. And can we be certain Jesus will come again? Well, I believe we can, mm-hmm. and I believe in Jesus. Okay. Um, I've never, ever um, had him let me down. Wonderful. And his truth has come, as we saw through the week, um, when he gave Daniel the prophetic vision That's right. of all the nations. Everyone has come 100% true. Praise God. So there's only one to go, and that's the Lord coming. That's if right. If all the rest have come true, mm-hmm. why should we not believe 
That's that right. his coming That's is right. true. But let's right. let's hear what Scripture has to say. All right. In John fourteen one to three, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, finish it for me, Fabiano. Where I am, all right, there you may be also. Amen. All and, right. And did you notice he doesn't say maybe or ah, should uh-huh. or hope to, uh-huh. but will. That's come, right. Will That's come. Right. Sounds very certain. Wow. That is, that is, no, that is good. And yes. so how will Jesus come then? So should we expect him to come uh, and, and land in Jerusalem uh, with the, uh, you know, uh, his angelic coast? And should we be preparing now and buying our tickets and go to Jerusalem? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> Simple answer, no. Right. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. Let me read again. Look, uh-huh. I, I love the Bible, so yes. I hope you forgive me for just answering from the Bible because that, that's that what, is what Jesus we want. did. That's right. He said it is written. That's right. And so that's what uh-huh. we're doing now. That's Acts good. 1, 9 yes. to 11. Okay. And it says here, now when he had spoken these things, yes. while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Mm. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, this is the disciples, okay. um, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which we believe, of course, was angels, angels yes. who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? Mm-hmm. This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Right. Let me state that there are some translations that actually say same manner. All right. Okay. okay. They don't all yes. say like yes. manner. Some That's say right. same manner. That's right. You know, so it tells me that Jesus will come back literally mm-hmm. and personally, mm-hmm. not figuratively or That's right. spiritually. That's you right. Know? That's right. Um, okay. It's, it's, we can't deny mm-hmm. that he is going to come. That's right. He will come back in the same way that he left. I just keep stressing that because yes. there are some people believe that he has come back already. Oh. You know, and Jesus actually counsels us if they say, you know, he's in the desert, don't uh-huh. go out there. Okay. That is, he will be coming back literally, personally, uh-huh. as I said before. Notice the visual words. Yes. They watched, they looked, they behold, they right. gazed, they saw. Wow. Just like those apostles, we will be able to look up into heaven. Definitely. And actually, Fabiano, actually see him coming back to this earth. What a glorious appearing. Yeah. The it, same Jesus. That's right. Not a ghost, not a spirit. But, but Helen. But in bodily, oh, look, I'm just so excited. Of course, <laughs> Sorry. Good. But Helen, I've got a question, though. Again, Someone, another one. <laughs> oh, well, I've got more questions. <laughs> but, you know, because I really want... I really want to understand this clearly. Yes. You know, not long ago, I think it was towards the end of 2019, now I was watching, you know, television and, uh, you know, the news, and uh, and there was a person who claimed to be Jesus with a tattoo on, on his neck, of course, yes. with 666 in the U.S. Now... He claimed to be Jesus. Yes. Maybe that was him. No. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. sorry. No, mm-hmm. I can't believe it was because, okay. um, you know, when, when we just re- read that other verse, we yes. heard he would come back in the same manner. All now, right. everybody that was standing watching him go, uh-huh. they believed him. All right. Okay. Those that believe Jesus is coming in the same manner yes. will all see him. Literally, Wonderful. physically. So Jesus says, you yes. know, and the, and the apostles said, yes. you know, if they say he's there, don't go. Don't go there. Okay. Because it's not Jesus. It's a deception. And wow. we must know the word of God so right. we are not deceived. Um, because so, Satan's mm-hmm. greater delusion will be impersonating Christ. So every eye will see him? Every eye. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. And, and we're told that in yeah. Scripture. That's right. Mm. Now, so what about, um, you know, 
as, I, as I'm trying to picture him coming, is he coming alone? No. Okay. Who is he coming Absolutely with? Absolutely not. Okay. You know, there's a text in Matthew 25, 31 tells mm-hmm. me, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with wow. him, then he will sit on the throne of glory. Wow, that's Did beautiful. Did you catch that that's one? That's right. Yeah, yeah. All the holy angels. Man, I, I think the Heaven's clouds... Heaven's going to be empty. That's right. And I'm <laughs> thinking the clouds are probably going to... I don't know, brighten up because of oh, all the holy angels. You know, sometimes I'm driving home from the Barossa or yeah. Birdwood and I see the sun and the, and the, and the clouds and what have you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's so brilliant and you see the beams and I think, yes. Lord, what's it going to be like when you scroll back the heavens mm. and we see you coming, the brightness. Wow. Of what his a coming. sin. Yeah. Hollywood has not, has not come anywhere near. <laughs> no, absolutely All right. Not. All right. <laughs> That's not. good. Well, so who will see Jesus when he returns? And, uh, and maybe Maybe also, may I also say uh, uh, this question, who, I mean, will the second coming of Jesus occur secretly? So who will see him and will it occur secretly? Okay. Well, mm. let's have a look at the text again. Okay. In Matthew 24, yes. 30, mm-hmm. it says, Then the sign of yes. the Son of Man will appear in heaven. Okay. And then all the tribes of the earth mm. will mourn, not some. Yes, All yes, will yes. mourn, mm-hmm. and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power wow. and great mm-hmm. glory. You wow. can't miss it. No, you can't you miss know? it. All right. Mm-hmm. And and there's another one here mm-hmm. too in um, uh, Revelation. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know that one. Revelation one seven. And what does that say? Well, it says, "Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him." Okay. That's so, fair. does that answer your question? Oh, it does. It says every. That's right. Now, That's sometimes right. we th- we think, "How is this going to be possible?" Mm-hmm. But who would ever have thought it was possible to have satellite, mm-hmm. you know, beaming across the whole world? That's right. Who ever thought it was possible for That's a global right. pandemic? Oof. That yeah, everybody is yeah, experiencing, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I have no, no, no doubts doubt. at all. Okay. Yeah. So Jesus is going to come literally, visibly, audibly. Every eye will see him. Yes. And wow. not, not, wow. not hidden. Okay. Not secret. Okay. What about, I, I've heard of this verse in First Thessalonians 4.16, uh, it, which says, For the Lord himself would descend from heaven with a shout, with a voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and, 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 and I can only imagine it's going to be quite a display, you know. Um, it's not going to be quiet. That's right. That's right. You know, okay. if you think it's going to be a secret, mm. i got news for you. It's, it's going to be rowdy. Rowdy, okay. It's going okay. To be, that's the only word I can think <laughs> of. But not only because, you know, it says that, that um, the Lord descending mm-hmm. with a shout, mm-hmm. Uh, it also, and the trump of God, mm-hmm. there's another text in John five twenty eight and 29 that says, Don't marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice Whoa. and come forth, those who've done good to the mm-hmm. resurrection of life, those who've done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Okay. Can you wake the, the dead if you yell? No. No, I no. can't either. That's right. But I can assure you, through Christ's power, yeah. he is going to raise the dead, as he did when he walked wow. on this earth with Lazarus. Okay, well, that's interesting. Now, I've got one more question, Helen, and then we'll probably take a break. What did Jesus mean then when he said uh, in Matthew 24, one will be taken and the other left? What did he mean? Well, this is an interesting one because uh-huh. we have this quite a bit. Some yes. Christians believe in a concept called the secret rapture. All right. 
you know, and at the heart of this teaching, Jesus is said to rapture away the righteous in secret. Okay. You know, for instance, and I think um, Tim LaHaye brought this out. Yes. Um, when you see a plane will be flying along and suddenly the pilot has just vanished. Mm. The good are taken away silently while the wicked are left on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. You have probably read books or seen movies which has this concept in it. Yes, the Left Behind series. Yes, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the one, the film, the movie Gone. <laughs> that's right. Which depicts three lawyers yes. who mm-hmm. were left behind. I'm yes. sure they were thrilled mm-hmm. uh, while their more ethical friends were whisked away to heaven in secret. Okay. But the words that uh, we can read in Matthew 24... Yes. 37 to 40 they're often used as evidence for the theory of the secret rapture okay but i would like you to notice what jesus is actually saying yes so let me just read that if you don't mind it's matthew yes, 24 please. 37 to 40 All right. and it says but as the days of noah were so also will be the coming of the son of man be for as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. Mm. So also will be coming of the son of man mean. Two men will be in the field. One will be left and the other taken. Mm. Have you noticed that? One of the key secrets of prophecy is that the second coming is not going to be secret. And when they say there will be some left and some taken, Mm -hmm. um, people think that the ones that are left are going to have seven years. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay, and and that'll be a chance for them to repent and all the rest. But if, right. if you look back and it says, as in the days of Noah, there was nothing wrong with the eating and the drinking and the giving in marriage. No, no, okay, yes. but it, they were just going about their own own business. That's right. But who were the ones that were left behind? Who went into the ark? Those who went in the ark are those who listened to Noah yes. and accepted his message and to the ark. But those and who, they were safe. Th- they were safe, yes. What and happened to those left behind? Well, those who were left behind, they were destroyed by the flood. Yeah, they didn't mm-hmm. have seven years, did they? No, no, they didn't. No. So, so, so the Bible doesn't talk about two stages, therefore. No. Okay. No, okay. it certainly doesn't. Okay. Um, there is no reference at all to a stu- two-stage coming. No, no. Okay, and and I, I think we need to realize that and study into the scripture. That's right. You know, um, it's, it seems clear to me, yes. I don't know if it's clear to you and to others, mm-hmm. but there is not even the slightest indication mm-hmm. that that event is going to be secret. All right. And it also, there's nowhere where it, it, there's reference to the two stages of coming. He comes, his reward will be with him, mm-hmm. and that will be for the good and the bad. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Helen. Okay. Thus far, what I have understood is that this is how the world is going to end. Jesus the King of kings and the Lord of lords will come with his angels and, and his coming is going to be uh, public. It's going to, it's going to be uh, um, audible, awesome. awesome, big, and pretty much uh, it's going to be a worldwide event. And, and, and no one is going to miss that. Okay, no, interesting. No. I love that. Now, let's quickly take a break and we shall be back. Please do stay with us. And so we'll have the crowd and choirs. Uh, share with us briefly on uh, on the second coming things.
far from home I heard stairs on I bent my steps The watchman spake The long dark night is almost gone The morning soon will break Then weep no more But speed thy flight With hope's bright star Our guiding ray Till thou shalt reach The realms of light In everlasting day I asked the Was his soul inspiring song with courage for the sword I wield? The battle is not long. Then weep no more, but well endure the conflict till the work is done. For this I know the prize is sure. When victory is won I asked again Earth, sea, and sun Seemed with one voice To make reply Welcome, welcome once again. This was the Croydon uh, uh, Adventist uh, Choir. And the song there, 
Uh, such a beautiful, uh, just reminding us once again that we are closer, closer, and Jesus' return is very soon. Now, the question which we're answering here at Faith FM is, how will the world end? And here in the studio, once again, we are with Helen. And uh, we're just answering this important question because a lot of people have uh, this question in mind. A lot of people are trying to make sense of the times in which we are living. Now, Helen, let's continue with our discussion on how the world would end. So you have already uh, uh, shown us from Scripture that Jesus will return visibly, audibly, and literally as well, and personally. And, uh, and that's how the world would end. Now, how will the second coming then affect this planet? Okay. Well, I've gone through and numbered my, my questions, <laughs> as you've noticed. <laughs> That's good. Um, and yes, how will the second coming? Let me see. Is there a text on that one? Mm-hmm. Well, again, yes, I believe so. Wonderful. It's in Revelation. Yes. Revelation uh, 16, mm-hmm. 18 and 20. Okay. And it says, and there was a great earthquake. Yes. Such a mighty and great earthquake as had not occurred since men were on the earth. Mm. Have you been in an earthquake, Fabian? No, I haven't. And I, I don't have. want to. <laughs> okay. I have. I have. It was 7.4 uh-huh. on the Richter scale. Oh. And it went right under our flat. And I tell you what, one thing and very quickly, mm-hmm. that when you have the earth shaking under your feet, there mm. is only one and one only you can hang on to. That is right. That and is that's Jesus. Jesus. That's Jesus. Yes, you cannot yes. hang on to your spouse. You no. cannot hang on to your material prove- um, possessions. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. is literally moving and falling. Oh. And I praise God he brought us through ours. That's but right. in this particular earthquake, mm-hmm. it's going to be worse. It says, then every island fled away and the mountains were not found. Oh. Now, does that not tell us something? It cannot right. be quiet. No, it cannot be quiet. No. In, 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 in fact, I know that uh, in two 2004, I believe it was the 26th December of 2004, uh, there was, uh, I think this started in northern Sumatra, I think it's called. Apparently, there was an earthquake that was felt in 14 countries. Now, that was nothing comparing to what's going to happen at that time. Um, mm. You know, I, mm. I, I, I think it's going to be huge. It's going to, yeah, it's really going to rock the boat. <laughs> Let's yeah, put it I, that think, way. I think huge is the wrong word. Okay, I think it's okay. going to be gigantic. Gigantic. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. All yeah. Right. But, but let me go on. It won't just affect um, the planet Earth. It will actually affect the kingdoms okay. of this world when Jesus returns. And yeah. we studied that earlier on in the week, and we studied it before, Daniel 244 mm-hmm. And it tells me that, and in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. Mm -hmm. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. So here we find the key, the key point of that, a secret dream that King Nebuchadnezzar had more Mm -hmm. than, Mm -hmm. what, 2,500 years ago, which we discussed early in the week. That's right. And the second, the second, sorry, coming of Jesus will destroy all the kingdoms of this world. Mm. God will then set up his own kingdom, a kingdom that will stand Forever. forever. Praise wow. God. Praise God. Praise Amen. God. Yeah. We want God's kingdom. Definitely. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. so and what will happen to the uh, to the living? Uh, those who are living but not believing in Jesus, what's going to happen to them? Okay. Because because what we're hearing here is good news about 
Jesus and those who believe in him, how they're going to inherit this kingdom where there will be no more pain, no more suffering. But what about those who don't believe in Jesus? What does the Bible say? Okay, so you're talking here about what's going to happen to the living wicked. Yes, that's right. When Jesus returns. Mm -hmm. Well, it's really sad, but again, we all have a choice. Yes. Okay, so 2 Thessalonians Mm 2.8 gives us the answer. It says, Then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. You know, the wicked, they won't be able to even stand the sight of a pure and a holy God. Mm. I mean, we can see a little sample of that on the world today where, where some people look at someone, I mean... I had somebody say to me one day, I said, do you have a problem with me? She said, yes, you're too good. Oh, And I okay. thought, oh, I've never been told that before. Yeah, that's really And that's I strange. said, what you see is what you get. She said, well, that's the problem. Can't you be bad like the rest of us? And I right. said, well, I'm just as wicked as everybody else. That's right. But I'm a sinner saved right. by grace. That was Amen. the difference. Amen. But the wicked, mm-hmm. they were going to call on the rocks and the mountains, Fabiano, wow. to fall on them, to sad. hide them sad. from the face of Jesus. Mm. You know, That's sad. the brightness of one angel yes. caused the Roman guards to faint. One angel. One angel. What oh. is it going? And they were like dead men. What is the impact going to be yeah. when millions or billions of angels? Along with the glory of Jesus. Yeah, the evil natures of the mm-hmm. wicked, they'll be so overwhelmed by That's his right. purity. That's right. Probably destroyed brightness. by his brightness yeah. as well. Okay. And, and what will happen to our bodies then? Are we going to just, I don't know, what's going to happen? Yeah, well, I know, I know that you've, you're talking about the bodies, but we've only talked about the wicked. Okay. What about the righteous? Yeah, what about Fabiano? the righteous? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, have they got a say in this or, or, or not? I, I believe in first, uh, Second <laughs> Thessalonians, yes. Uh, okay. uh, well, even First Thessalonians, we have the 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 the, the Apostle Paul, Second Thessalonians two eight. I remember that verse because it's one of my favorite. It says, "And the dead in Christ will rise first. And I think that is good news, isn't it? Yes, yes, <laughs> it is good news. But can we also add the little bit? I love it. Okay, the dead in Christ shall rise first, uh-huh. and we which are alive. We'll be caught, caught up. up together with them in the, in the air, air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wow. Favorite verse. Wow. My mother and I used to talk about, you know, we're going to go to heaven together mm. when the Lord comes. That's and right. when she was dying, she said, I'm sorry, I won't be going with you. I said, no, you're going to beat me. That's well, right. only as far as heaven, because then I'm going to catch you. Of course. <laughs> but, you know, that's a good concept. That's right. And mm-hmm. uh, what's going to happen to our bodies? Yes, what's going to happen well, to our bodies? Well, you know, the Lord gave us all beautiful bodies. That's right. Unfortunately, the beauty is still inside because I've covered mine a little bit because oh, of, of my us. lifestyle. Hey, 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 all of us. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's going to be very, very interesting when we look at it. In, in 1 Corinthians uh-huh. 15, 52 to 53, yes. would you like to read that for us? Yes, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on Immortality. Well, isn't that great? It news. is beautiful. Wow. wow. Imperfect That's bodies changed. Right. Right. Wrinkles gone away, right? Eternal youth. All right. Good. Yeah. I looked uh, in the mirror the other day and <laughs> thought my mother was looking back at me. I thought I can't be that old. But even more importantly, our natures will change. Wow. We'll beautiful. become immortal, never to suffer sin or die again. Wow. Good news. It, it is. I look forward to such a time. Mm-hmm. And what will happen then to the righteous living? Well, we've already talked about that anyways. They'll be caught up in the air. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. And uh, what warning? Does does Jesus give about the second coming? Well, just prior to that, talking about, did you pick up that we caught up together with them in the clouds of the air? Uh, so, so explain so that a little bit. Je- Who are the? Jesus, what do you mean together? Jesus uh-huh. doesn't set his foot on the earth. Oh, you notice that? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we no, are going it. up there to meet him. Jesus right. will not be seen via CNN yes. or at a football match or meeting the president at the White House. All the right. earth will be wiped clean of all life and all the righteous will meet him in the air. Wow. Praise God. So if somebody Amen. says to you, Amen. oh, he's over there and he's coming and you know you're still there mm-hmm. and the dead haven't gone, mm-hmm. you know, and you haven't gone. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or you haven't been destroyed. That's is right. that going to be Jesus? No, no that's the no, deception no, no. of Satan. So, so Jerusalem, we are not going. <laughs> America, we are not going. Jesus We're not going will to be a football the, match. Nowhere, Jesus is going to be in the air. We we'll meet him in the air. Praise Absolutely. God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, your question to me was, what do, warning does yes, warning. Jesus yes. give mm-hmm. about the second coming? Yes. Well. He says in Matthew 24, 5, and, and it's rather sad as well. He yes. said, many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and they will deceive many. Wow. They will deceive many. That's sad. How can we stop from being deceived, Fabiana? Well, it's by following the truth, isn't it? Absolutely. Going back to yeah. the word of God. All right. Yeah, so he's warning us there's going to be a counterfeit That's right. or a fake Christ. And, and how can we be protected then? How can we be protected against that deception? Okay, again, only by looking through the scripture, okay. getting to know Christ, getting yes. to know the word, yes. and be ready. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and and one of my favorite verses, Isaiah 8.20. Oh, yes. To the law and to the testimony and this is referring to the written word and to the revealed will of God okay to the word and to the testimony if they do not speak according to this word it is because there's no light in them so anyone who comes to me telling me a b c and if it is not in harmony with scripture then that is a lie. I, I mean. must not believe it. Okay. And sadly, Fabiano, there yes. are some people that will tell you a lot of what they say is truth. Mm, but sad. then there is some something in Scripture that they are totally opposed to. I had one man say to me once that um, Jesus actually um, misquoted Scripture. Mm, and I said, that's where? Sad. That's sad. And he said, with the Ten Commandments. I said, he no did way. not misquote. He no enlarged way. on them. That's right. And unless we know these things, that's we right. will be deceived. Well, he is the way, the truth. Truth and the life. Absolutely. How can he lie? Yeah. Now, Helen, I've got an important question. Question yeah. 18 <laughs> on my list here. All right. Will everyone who claim to be saved be taken to heaven when Jesus returns? Will everyone who claims to be saved be taken to heaven? No. Simple okay. answer. And explain for let me, me explain from scripture. <laughs> Matthew right. seven twenty one to twenty three okay. says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven mm. depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Oh, that's sad. You know, when you think of it, I think one of the saddest words in the Bible mm. is where the Lord says, Depart from me, I know you not. Yeah, that is sad. And you'll hear have people saying, But but Lord, I have preached, I have been an evangelist, I've gone to church, mm. I've paid my time, I've done all this for you. That's right. And the Lord says, Depart from me, I know you not. That is sad. Wow. That Absolutely. Sad. Now Helen, yes. summarize for us what we have learned. Okay. Because uh, we, we came with a big question, and the question was, how will this world end? Okay. Mm. Well, let me just tell you a story, mm-hmm. a story about deception yes. regarding the second coming, mm-hmm. a vital tool of the devil. Mm. And it's in early May 1980, a warning message went out to the residents of Mount St. Helens in the United States. Seismologists and other experts had monitored this volcanic mountain for months. Mm. And after repeated false alarms, they were sure this time it was going to blow. Mm. 
One of the most famous residents of the mountain was a man by the name of Harry Truman. This old character was nicknamed the Old Man of the Mountain. He repeatedly had officials plead with him to prepare for the destruction by leaving his property and going to an area of safety. Truman would laugh at the rangers and camera crews and refuse to leave the mountain, certain he would be safe. On May 18, 1980, at 8.32am, Mount St Helens erupted violently. The powerful gases blew out over 1,000 kilometres per hour with a scorching heat of nearly 400 degrees Celsius. The result was the destruction of every living thing within a 20-kilometre radius, and that day, 57 people died, including Harry Truman, buried about 70 metres under the lava. What can we learn from this story as it relates to the destruction of the world at the second coming of Christ? Well, I believe that there are a lot that we need to remember. The second coming of Jesus is a great hope for the Christian. Amen. Jesus will return to planet Earth physically, visually, and audibly. Wow. And that's going to be a great time. So, you know, it is important that we understand the second coming. Yes. And we need to look at practical ways that we can protect ourselves against false Christs and religious deceptions about the second coming. And we need to have our life in order to know and to do the will of God. Thank you, Helen. Not be deceived. Thank you, Helen. That is beautiful. Now, it looks like our time is up for today. Thanks for joining Fabiano and Helen on the Drive Time program. Tune in tomorrow at the same time to follow along this, uh, this same theme. Uh, tomorrow's topic will be the war zone. Now, you do not want to miss any of these topics. I, I believe these are timely messages which everyone needs to hear. Now, remember, the second coming of Jesus is the great hope for the Christian. And when his return will be, uh, when he, when he returns, it will be physically, visually, audibly, and personally. May God bless you. Let's just bow our head. And uh, ask Helen to just close with a short word of prayer. Okay, thank you. Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time that we've been able to spend with the listeners this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to open Scripture and to share your words with others. Father, I pray it's not too late. I pray that there will be some folk tonight that will give their hearts to you, that will be they will be ready when you come. Father, we know that when you come, there will be only two groups. There will be the saved and there will be the lost. And I would like, Lord, for each person to think about the fact of who they want to choose today to accept you and be saved or to, to turn away. You, you don't want anybody to perish. It is not your desire, but you have given us freedom of choice. Lord, I just pray that people will choose you now and keep safe in your arms right until you come. We know it's going to be soon, Father. We have nothing to fear for the future except we forget the past and the way that you've led us in the past. So mm-hmm. help us to remember your leading. Help us to turn, uh, turn to you, Father. Mm-hmm. Not away, but to turn to you and not be frightened of the things that are happening even today. Mm-hmm. Lord, but to leave our lives in your hand. Thank you for the promise that you will be with us now and forever right through to the end of the world. That is your promise. And your promise, too, that you will come again soon. You will come quickly in the clouds of heaven. And we can rise up to be with you in the air with our loved ones. We can meet. And so shall we ever be with you, Lord. I pray for that day that it will come soon. But I also pray that the listeners 
that have not yet given their lives to you will do so now because now is the day of salvation. Amen. I pray you'll bless them now. And may all that we do and say bring honor and glory and praise to you and you alone. I pray in the precious loving name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Sanctuary 
sanctuary in the sanctuary 